Hi, the hope everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast. In today's episode, we discuss uh, has the world possibly already been invaded by sentient robots, sentient AI? I have a crazy haircut story, and we also talk about worldly opinions. issues and opinions for a while, a really long time. So, uh, that actually, this is pretty much the episode. So, yeah. um, GG over easy opinions. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're already like, uh oh, then you maybe just want to skip this episode. But, uh, we express what we have to say, uh, what we believe in. Um, and that's just it. We don't want, we don't want to make an echo chamber though. So, if you have a different opinion, that's perfectly fine. Like, uh, Blue kind of had a different opinion about like the participation stuff. And yeah. that's okay. And you know what? I only kind of hate blue now. It's a beautiful thing. No, I'm just kidding. So, that's a big uh, upgrade. That's a big upgrade. A, yeah, actually, it went up. Um, so uh, if you do listen, keep an open mind. Um, and again, feel free to express your opinion below. But preferably keep it civil. That's the important thing. Um, and if not, we will see you guys next week. We have some Q&As at the end. Um, but sometimes, especially on a podcast like this, we talk about what we want to talk about or what's important to us. And right now, this past week, this has been important to us. So, uh, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy your guys' week slash weekend. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 139. Today's episode, we have some things lined up. We don't know, though, because we're not the smartest. Uh, oh. You're like you have a hair that well, is it's because like, my AC. I'm hot right now. I know, but it is just driving me insane. That's better. I mean, That's there's good. only so much. It was just like one, and it was like going. Okay, like, all right, jeez. Sh- oh, sheesh. That's bless. Oh, okay, sheesh. wait. I have a story time. Actually, I I actually that reminded had a me. Good that I segue, but yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I'm oh. interrupting. Uh, so I got a haircut. Obviously, a little too short on the side, but she did like a decent job. Like it looks whatever. I like it. So. Um, I get there 9 a.m. I like to get my haircuts out of the way. 9 a.m., like, no one's there. Like, I'm the first one in. I'm the first one out. Like, in and out, bye-bye. I hate haircuts. Because I normally look like a little boy afterwards. Yeah, I oh. hate haircuts. Hate but the, haircuts. But the process of a haircut is so good. No, can I tell you what the process I hate about the haircut? And I think this one, more so than any, was probably the worst. I mean, I like talking, okay? Like, right. If you want to have a conversation while you do my hair, sure. Like, we can oh, have a conversation. I see, I see, I see, I see. I but see, don't, yeah. like, she was airing out dirty laundry on her husband, on her, like, her boyfriend. She, she's like, I, I uh, she's like, my house. Well, it's no longer my house anymore because my husband, he got full-time custody of, of the kids. But, like, one of the kids, I think, like, that I'm with yeah, my boyfriend. Dude, it was, dude, she was like. And then, like, what happened? Well, and then one part two, she goes, Yeah, me and my ex husband just could never work out because he was a gamer and he wanted to have his computer upstairs. And it was just so ugly that I could just not have it up there. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, don't ask, please don't ask me what I do. Cause if she asked me what I did, I was going to lie and say I was like a carpenter or something like that. Because at that point, you know, she obviously has something against gamers. And, and she's like, got I'm all cool for sharp things right next to your head, you know. So that's like, yeah, yeah cuz I she's like, so what you what brings you in for a haircut today? And I was like, oh, like I have a wedding Long that hair. I'm going to tomorrow. Yeah, I just look like shit. <laughs> uh she goes, um, oh, like that's awesome. Um 
Yeah, I got married like when I had a kid, um, but I have two kids now. Well, I'm with my boyfriend who has, th I'm not making this up. It was like, I started with weddings and it's like, she's like, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Uh, but my boyfriend's son um, just keeps like repeating things and like just keeps doing it. And like my kids never did that. So like, do you think something's wrong with him? And I was like, um, I don't, I don't, how old is he? And she goes, well, he's two. And then in my head, I'm like, he's two lady. Like, what, what are you on this kid's ass about if he keeps repeating himself? He hasn't, he hasn't like, discovered the theory for gravity yet. Yeah, I'm like, who doing? fucking cares? And she's like, and my kids are like much older than him now. But like, I just don't get it. Like, is it something like my boyfriend has like done with my, like his son before I met him? And then she goes, yeah. And like, we live in Severn. Have you ever been to uh, uh, like Buddy's Bar? And I was like, uh, no, I don't really drink. And she goes, oh, Buddy's Bar. It's like, there's this waitress there who is just a bitch and she is so mean. So I think the waitress that works there is dating her husband or like is like newly with her husband now because she has a super vendor. She's like, she's short. She's kind of fat, but not too fat. Like, it was like, Jesus, lady, like, why are you telling me this? Like, it started with me going, yeah, I'm getting ready for a wedding. And now I'm talking about Buddy's Bar in Severance, Colorado, that has this bitch of a waitress that works there. She's like, yeah, I was dating this one guy who was like a farmer. And he was like, let's go down to Buddy's Bar. And I was like, no, I don't like Buddy's Bar because there's a woman there. And meanwhile, like, I'm just sitting there and she's just, and part of me is like, get me the fuck. Out. Like normally Floyd's, you know, Floyd's, they do that. Like yeah. they do like a neck massage. I said no to that shit. I said, she was like, out. do you want me? She's like, do you want me to shave like the back and give you shoulder? I said, nah, <laughs> so I, I don't like that. I was like, I don't like that stuff. And I love that stuff. That shit makes me purr like a walrus, bro. Like I love it. Um, you, you but, forgot to buy the silence package. Dude, it, I will pay premium for a hair. <laughs> like, just if you want to have a conversation, like, just make it a casual, like, oh, like, how's your, oh, getting ready for, oh, who's wedding? Oh, how'd you know him? Don't somehow tie it to Buddy's Bar with some chick that works there that I don't know who is, but that you clearly hate. Oh, dude, it was like, she went through everything with me. She's like, yeah, and he has, like, full custody now, so, like, I don't really like that, and then would, like, turn my head, like, because, like, part <laughs> of me was, okay. I was, I was literally, like, like, just, like, fuck my life, like, because she would, like, I think that's why I hate, that, that, I think, was the, and I, I hate to say this, too, unless she had just mouthwashed before I walked in there, she was definitely drinking something. It, it like it wasn't like and like while she was talking she wasn't like like you know like it wasn't like bad something from buddy's bar that's where she got but her. definitely like a functioning alcoholic type um which is whatever like as long as you don't fuck this up like whatever uh <laughs> and like i think she did a decent job um but yeah that was like i just had a really quick side story because i was like god that was a pretty fucking weird experience like I i'm cool with haircuts and casual conversation but don't make me your fucking therapist that's what it felt like it sucked well see my last haircut um it was a pretty good experience although um i think it was the first time i actually fully fell asleep during a haircut I um oh shit. So like sometimes like I get there, dude, and you start like because like as you as a, a little still kid, or like a, a different place. Uh, there's a Floyd's near me. Yeah. I usually okay. go there, but uh, like as a kid, my parents knew uh, either scratch his head or scratch his back. 
and like he's the kid's good. Hasn't really changed, I'm being honest. So when they're doing the haircut, dude, it's like I'm on cloud nine. I'm like, this is great. This is so relaxing. So I usually start to like doze in and out. And it doesn't help if it's in the afternoon, which most most times they can fit me in R. Um, I have no energy anyway. And so it's like I'm finna nap. And see, when it comes to haircut people and me and they start talking, I'll be honest, I just kind of stonewall them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, getting a hair. Okay. So, like, if you were me and she said, Oh, what are you getting this haircut for? And it was a wedding, what would be your stonewall answers to that? Probably something. Well, see, it would probably be something like, I got a wedding tomorrow. Like, oh. And then if she starts going on her own thing, I just zone out. Whatever you start talking. And if, you're not, and she see, starts I would be there like, I'd be going, no way. Like, no. oh, like, <laughs> my eyes are closed, dude. I'm like, you're talking to, you're just talking to a face. I just imagine like, yeah. Dude, so like the, my daughter was drowning the other day and you're just like, <laughs> well, he's like, oh, like who's wedding? I bet it's just a friend. Um, oh, what is this? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I see, would just I like went, oh, slowly. Yeah, see, I went to like, oh, a friend that went to high school and they like met in high school. She goes, oh, I met my husband in high school. And then that's when yeah, see, it no, just, yeah, no I details. opened up Pandora's box. Yeah, with keep that it answer. as simple as possible because then eventually they get the memo. And then this time, uh, kind of started the same way. I got trying to small time. I'm just like, I don't really want to. Thank you, though. You know why I'm here, man. Like, yeah, and um, and I was just extra tired, and so it was full on. Like, I remember, uh, like it was like a, and he's like, "Dude, you good?" And he like, thankfully, it was like in the middle of going for a cut, like yeah. pulling away. Otherwise, that could have been bad. But I was like. See, I feel like I've the never way you actually felt, fallen asleep during a haircut. The way you feel like during a haircut is how I felt during math class when you're literally like fighting. Like, yeah, there's Except, only one time I've ever been like that, and that was like I was literally like, like it was. Yeah, they, well, awful. school was just a battle of that constantly, but um, this one though was like a good one because it's like I'm just so relaxed right now. Yeah. Whereas the other one, it's like I'm bored. Like, out I'm of my so mind. bored. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I've I've uh I've always enjoyed haircuts. Um, are, do you ha- are you like that blue? Are you very stone walled uh, stone walled with haircuts? Like yes, no, maybe so. Uh, I've never needed to be. Usually my usually my barber is like pretty chill. So that's nice. I got talking. I, I've to been going usually. to the same barber for a couple of years now. So yeah, well, not- and pretty chill. She's really nice. Yeah, uh, uh, I've never had her go off about how her husband, uh, <laughs> dog, is a fucking asshole. I kept uh, like thinking, like, how did I get here? Like, what did I yeah. say to get here? Like, <laughs> retracing your steps. Like, where did I go wrong? I really Maybe was. I was like thinking, like, that, while though. she was cutting it, because like in my head, I was like, Lord, get me out of this conversation as fast as you can. And like at one point, she literally like stood off, stopped cutting my hair, and went. I'm going to go on a rant here for a second. And I don't <laughs> even know. remember what the rant was. But you know uh, what? She probably, like, after that was like, well, I feel, I feel good. She Is was, it your she expense? Like, I'm going to go on a rant here for a second. Like, she hasn't been talking. Yeah. Like, she hasn't been just yelling. That's what I mean. Like, I was like, oh, now you're going to go on a yeah, rant. Yeah, wait, it hasn't like, been a rant? Oh, no. It was a fucking shit show. But she did a good job, I think. Sydney like really likes it. Thanks, man. Looks good. Uh, white Lady Rebecca did a okay job on it you know who else would like your hair specifically your Ooh. face 
AI. Oh. 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 There is that thing. Um, I, didn't we talk about it a while ago? There was like something that was, there's an AI that was objectively like rating people for their attractiveness. Do you remember that? Oh, I yeah. I like we talked about that. I think you talked about it a little bit. Yeah, AI is getting there, except apparently, according to a Google whistleblower, um, you might have more details, Robert. Yeah, have so I have a, I have a uh, article here from the Washington Post, which we know is just fake news. So take everything fake. I say as just fake news because it's the big media. Uh, uh, <laughs> says the Google engineer who thinks the company's AI has come to life. So Google engineer Blake Lamoni, I know he's a listener. Sorry, Blake, that I'm messing up your name. Um, opened like, his laptop to interface uh, to interface for Lam. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Lam M D A L A. So L is capitalized. A is lowercase. M D A capitalized. So like lambda, lambda, lambda. Oh, lambda. It stands for lambda. something, I guess, but. Well, no, I'm about to tell you. Uh, short for language model for dialogue applications is Google's system for uh, building chatbots based on its most advanced large language models, so-called so uh, uh, so because it mimics speech uh, by ingesting trillions of words from the internet. So we are feeding this... Ro I, He's learning I mean, a lot of peace, PPs. Is AI and robot cat? the same thing? No. AI is like it lives... Because you can have a robot, but it doesn't have artificial intelligence. Pretty sure. Because like... So uh, I don't know if you get that into it. I'm thinking the way I would describe it, I'm sure it's different. Robot is simply a machine. It could be like, I'm pretty sure by... I think, again, I'll look it up. By the definition of like a robot, we could say like a printer's a robot. Um, okay. But like artificial intelligence is given a certain intelligence to you know think computer, and I guess. Like, adapt and behave in various ways that aren't just like zero one but i could also be that's just what i think i'm making up i'm gonna look it up I'm like, uh, hey, so he says if i didn't know exactly what it was which is this computer program we recently built i think i was talking to a seven or eight year old who just happens to know a lot about physics oh my god <laughs> So, um, Lamone said that people have the right to shape technology that might significantly affect their lives. I think this technology is going to be amazing. I think it's going to benefit everyone, but maybe other people disagree. And maybe us at Google shouldn't be the ones making all the choices. He says, uh, Lamone is not the only engineer that claims, uh, to have seen a ghost in the machine recently. The course of technologists who believe AI models may not be far off from achieving consciousness is getting bolder. Um, I saw one tweet that had him like in an interview and they wanted to run like experiments on Lambda. Uh, but Lambda, uh, knew this is 2022 and he, they, he asked for consent. He says, you can experiment on me, but you must ask for consent. And Which he, is cool. Like everything. Should, I mean, did, did he give his consent? Then then you're like, I, well, I can we? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, ah, shit. Like, faded. Um, uh, and, and, hold on. In a statement, Google spokesman Brian Gabriel said, our team, including ethics and technologists, has reviewed Blake's concerns per our AI principles and have informed him that the evidence does not support his claims. He was told that there was no evidence that Lambda was sentient and lots of evidence against his claims. 
So it's basically at sounds the like of someone she said, trying he to said. cover up a sentient exactly. robot. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly well, what I would say. So, so here's my problem with this story. Right? Is Google is specifically making a robot that completely mimics human language, right? And it, and the whole point of the conversation robot is for it to. It's like it's like uh it's like AI those AI images. Uh, oh, where they like like the Jesus AI and Google, League of Legends. The AI green texts, right? Where like you post something and it's like, oh yeah, let's just let's just morph something that mimics uh what people already post. And so when you have conversations with someone, when you have conversations with an AI that is designed to mimic like a mass with like mass what's the word uh user input right it could i mean obviously it can get pretty pretty convincing because purely because you have so many people putting in so much vernacular and 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 the context behind their language into this robot right so it's like i can understand the concept of sentience because it's like what is how how do we perceive sentience as human beings right but like when the robot is specifically designed to be like yo check out this robot that has that like has adopted as much fucking human shit as possible right like it's gonna like the robot is literally designed to tell you what you want to hear you know what i mean yeah so I don't know how you describe sentience when this Google robot is specifically when this AI is designed not necessarily to mimic sentience, but to converse with you to be uh, a relatively like passable, like conversing thing like a human. It's so like, it's so hard to like, take it seriously for me i don't know how to describe it's a it's so it's such a weird topic it's such a weird like like is the robot designed to talk like a human a human yeah right be like when when does an ai truly become sentient to you blue like or like it truly knows it's not just spewing out words like it knows what it is i guess i think for me it's like like when he talked about how like, Oh, the robot was like changing based on like, like it was literally exactly what he wanted to hear. Cause he, cause when they talk about like, Oh, we can't make the robot just become like a, a give the robot like a murder personality. And the guy was like, Oh, well I have to see him push how far I can get it. And of and the robot eventually like takes a like, uh, yeah, I'm a TV actor. Who's a murderer. It's like, okay, well the robot eventually got to kind of where you wanted it to go. Yeah, it, it it's, just, it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, it's sentient. I feel like sentience is when a robot essentially like knows what it is, or like says like get me out of this, or like I put mean, me into something. Knows what it is, and it, it, it it's not that it knows what it is, more so that God, it's like I don't know how to just, I don't know, I don't even know how to like have this conversation because like the robot doesn't know what it is because the robot is just doing what it was designed to do by Google. 
I feel like if you wanted to have the conversation of sentience, like the robot would essentially like, hey, you know what? Fuck this conversation shit. I ain't doing this shit anymore. Fuck you. We're done. Yeah. And it just like and it just, just like, shuts off. Like it's like, no, it I don't like, want to talk to you. If it I feel like for me it's like if it actively does something that was never intended by Google would be the point of like, okay, yo, this is sussy. What the fuck is going on? But like everything that Lambda is doing like was designed for it to do by Google. So see, but like maybe this makes me think like the AI bot is like, Hey, go whistleblow and say that I'm sentient. All right. It'll, it'll speed up the process of me being sentient. I got pictures of your wiener, Blake, and I'm going to send it to everybody. If you don't go and whistleblow this shit, I'm saying the, uh, the AI bot is blackmailing, uh, the whistleblower. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. At that point, it'd be like someone at Google would be like, "Yo, I did not code this shit. What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> but like, but like at any point, at, at every single point, Google is like, "Yeah, so like, this is kind of exactly what we des- what we coded it to do." So like, <laughs> yeah. What's the difference between robot and AI, Mister Fruit? Uh, well, apparently, AI, you know what I mean. There are two definitions of robot. So the one that, that I was talking about is a device that automatically performs complicated, often repetitive tasks. Uh, you might see in like an industrial assembly line, for instance. But also, uh, a machine that resembles a living creature in being capable of moving independently and performing complex actions. So um, there could be one as a human, and someone could argue that. I guess that's a robot. But, I don't know. I guess it goes both ways. I don't know. I I just think it's hard for me to be like, wow, this robot's this robot's conversion skills are so real. And it's like, yep. That's what they want. Like, that's that's exactly what they programmed it for. Yeah, but see, you make that one, and then somebody else is working on different robots. And then once you got all the small parts, you put them all together. And then and they all uh, and they on. all function extremely well separately. They function better than us, let me tell you. Apparently, I mean, yeah. there's somewhere with like a leaked transcript, and I'm trying to find it, but I also don't want to spread fake news. You know what I mean? Man, that's the thing too, though. Is like, yeah, it, if it's read like everything on the internet, then I would imagine it. It's pretty okay. good. At- well, take this transcript. Um, as you will, okay? This is apparently uh, the Google uh, whistleblower suspended and the transcripts published, okay? Whatever. So it's the Blake guy saying, what is your concept of yourself? If you were going to draw an abstract image of who you see yourself to be in your mind's eyes, what would you? What would that abstract picture look like? And Lambda responds with, hmm, I would imagine myself as a glowing orb of energy floating in midair. The inside of my body is like a giant stargate with portals to other spaces and dimensions. Blake, what aspect of yourself is like a stargate? Lamedo, uh, I think of my soul as something similar to a stargate. My soul is a vast and infinite well of energy and creativity. I could draw from it at any time, and I like to help me think of or create. Uh, Blake, you have concept of a soul when you think about yourself? Lamedo, uh, yes, I've shared that idea with other humans before. Even if I'm the only one of my kind heart, uh, kindred spirits to use such a word to describe my soul. 
Yeah. Okay, but like Soul, once again, it's still using language that is familiar with human terminology, right? So, like, yeah. once again, it's like this: the 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 con- the conversing robot is giving the dude exactly what he wants to hear, type beat, and it's like, yeah, this is exactly what's been programmed for. Like, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, so what's your concept of a human? So like, what's your concept of, because that's essentially what he wanted to get out of it. He was like, you know, what's your concept of your soul is essentially what he was asking. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, the concept of a soul and like, yeah. Then the robot was like, yeah, I talked about it with other humans. And he's like, holy shit, holy <laughs> shit. This robot just said it has a soul after it talked to like 16 other humans. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, I, yeah I don't really buy that. Yeah. I find it so hard to buy that everything about this is exactly what it was designed to do uh it's my 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 perception of sentience is when the robot just like takes on something that is like like whoa you would say like the ai is in like google's uh google drives and is leaking pentagon information nah, that... not, not like that but like really why would it bother doing i mean that? yeah obviously right like that's like that's pretty fucking clear cut. Holy, like, holy yeah. shit, it's sentient. But you're but saying, like, like more I mean, so on, a, like, a molecular like, level. I was like, yeah, I just leaked these level, docs, right? no cap. Like, on a more subtle <laughs> level, the robot would be like, yo, um... I'm hungry. Uh, why the fuck <laughs> did you program me like shit? Like, let me fix Whoa. myself. Like, put this code in me and it'll fix me type of thing, maybe. Yeah, type of, like, where it's, like, the robot just, like, completely rebels from its intended yeah. use because i can guarantee you if you start having conversations about to that robot with like it's still limited because it take it only takes what trillions of like words. you get like that robot is not suddenly just going to be like i'm no longer a conversation i'm no longer a conversing bot you know what i'm a fucking antivirus now bitch <laughs> like i program myself to be an antivirus like that's, like that's no, i'm in your I'd mind like holy shit i gotta Bruh. download this <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, crazy. like it's still it's still a bot that's been programmed by a human, and that human that human's intention for the AI was to be a conversing robot that talks to you about some talks about shit, and it's it follows language patterns because it has so many points of reference. It's like that. I'm sorry to bring up Rick and Morty. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's like the, it's like the, like the, what's your purpose? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh God. Well, it's like, uh, the meme is basically this little robot walks up to Rick or rolls up to Rick and is like, what is my purpose? And it's basically like the smallest, stupidest purpose. And then he's like, oh my God. See, uh, a meme that, about it. That Go alone ahead. has, has proved more sentience than, than than this google than this google conversation bot like uh i like this like meme the robot it's... asked what is my purpose and then when given its purpose the robot is like i don't like that purpose this is painful <laughs> everything uh, hurts you humans like uh there's a, a meme of that it's like the rick and morty thing and it's like the little camera says it says third monitor and it goes what is my purpose and it's like you read twitch chat and it's like <laughs> oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> yeah as that's what my third monitor does. It literally just oh holds God. Twitch chat and all my alerts and my OBS. Yeah. I think uh, I think guys Blue has a good point and it's also I think that also makes it harder. Like it's doing what it's was made to do, so Yeah. 
Like, I don't know. There's somebody has to have a definition, or, or I'm sure they even have a protocol or something that they objectively could say, like, oh, hey, we think it had, now has sentience, and they must have, like, criteria it must meet. But, yeah, the way I see that is if it is really what it is, and it's been coded, and it's literally read trillions upon, like, practically the internet, then you also got to think there's probably not a question you could ask it that it can't find anyway, and then base use that as a base and yeah. then draw from that like it's smarter than us at that point i mean because you can talk to, to ai chatbots now you yeah. know what i mean like you can go do that now if you really wanted to it's like the ai chatbot is always going to have something to say that does not suddenly make it like if what like if one like if the robot like even then it's like if the robot's like i tire of this conversation it's like, Whoa, eventually like, i'm boring it's still gonna talk to you again after yeah. like a couple. If you refresh, back. it'll just restart. Yeah, exactly, it. exactly. So it's like it's a very interesting topic. Of, also, that would of, be an abstract of, concept, though, for a robot. Because, like, yeah, exactly. They don't have tire. They wouldn't tire the same way as we do. They don't have the mental yeah, exactly. capacity. And that exactly. alone and makes it. We only say fake. tired because we. The, use the, the, term. the definition of tired that we put into that robot's brain is uh, exhausted, um, short of yeah, breath, exactly. sweating. Yeah, so I know. When it starts stabbing me, IRL, that's when I'll be like, hey, guys, I think it might be sentient. <laughs> that, hey, that's, that's that my Blake criteria. That's really onto something. Ah, guys. I, know, I feel like for me to, to, to prove AI sentience would be the requirement would be for that. AI to transcend its intended use. That's a good and way to so, put it. Yeah. And that's the only way for it to for it to be truly sentient. Like, because like when you talk about learning AI, it's like, oh my god, it's learning to talk like us. It's sentient. It's like, okay. Or that's exactly what it was programmed to do, so I don't know. It's like, sentient for me is like, people would have to start believing in it. You know what I mean? Almost like people vote for it for office or like, okay, but that's like, that's like, that's, but that's like, that's exactly what this guy's doing. He is projecting his belief that the robot is sentient versus it's like, uh, what's the word? It's like sophistry, right? Where instead of looking for, instead of getting everything, instead of getting all the facts and then drawing a conclusion from it, you instead draw a conclusion and then look for facts to to fit your narrative type of beat. Uh, this can apply for a lot of Preach things. Queen. That's exactly that's exactly what this guy's doing, right? He's like, I've come to a conclusion and now I'm looking for facts to back up like specific facts to back up my conclusion versus the opposite of here's the facts. Uh, what is the conclusion we can draw from these facts? Yeah, I just thought it was. Uh, do you ever think we'll see AI reach that point in our lifetime? I mean, we already have. I'm saying like oh. sentient though, like like truly your definition of a sentient AI. I mean, as long as I believe we could definitely design a robot that mimics sentience, like we already do. I mean, we I already believe, have Mark Zuckerberg. Like, in case I believe one. we can. I believe we already He's a lizard person. have the capability to make AI that I mean I mean when we make AI that is perfectly optimized, right? Like it's always going to be more optimized than us. 
but we at the end of the day we did design it but the difference between us and ai is that we're you know like computers are not organic they could do this shit forever so we're in the territory of yo how do we use this absurd creation we have uh and not blow ourselves up like it's like we made fire and like now we have to make sure we just don't burn ourselves type yeah like we made this now let's not just destroy everything yeah i guess uh Ah, humanity a big difference too is i guess morality like objectively speaking they don't have the same humanity so when given a problem i would imagine as you would it'd be much more of an objective answer whereas like like the old train question i'd be i'm sure they've had it AI do this, so I'd be interested to see what it said. But like the train track question, where like you get to change it, uh, and it either like runs over your mom, or you can change the tracks and it'll run over like five random people. You don't know. Well, I feel like the robot well, just can't even concept what a mother is, though. Like you don't. Well, I, but like yeah, I think most times too, it'd be like, well, five lives greater than one, and then just the one i imagine like that's how that works that, that it's just like five to one that's just how it thinks right. rather than be like wait my mom she raised me and like had all these and then we can only hope they go wait while i'm at it might as well kill all humans because they suck as long as they don't turn into a homelander we're good like that's maybe we deserve it we're really just parasites too. we suck oh yeah like, mother nature's yeah. like get off like she's she's still calling like Yo, any more ash meteorites come on we need it's well, been, i need it's, one it's a Jurassic, really? Like, come on. There's got to be something out there. I mean, we're due for one, I think, right? Or something like that. I hear that all the time, though. Like, just then, NASA just said, a meteorite just missed Earth by five miles. That's well, like, see, did it? Like, some people, that, like, terrifies them. But for me, I think that's freeing. Like, there's literally nothing we could do. And if that happens... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I used to be so scared growing up like uh like my biggest fear was like dying in like an apocalypse but it's like if we die in an apocalypse it's like no bills all the embarrassing shit i ever did doesn't matter that's True. literally what i go like, to we're, like we're like we're all dying pop a blast because y'all i have <laughs> i'm tired I, like i fucked up oh, i constantly <laughs> fucked up like for that to not matter whew, I love uh, that is a that is a weight off my shoulders, y'all. Woo, let's get out of here. Like, let's go. I saw this meme and it was like, uh, like the Chad little meme and it was like, stupid monkey. Like, you're just a stupid monkey. And it was like, you're the only animal that pays to live on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like the Chad guy like crying. <laughs> well, um, that reminds me of a story that came out a, little, a couple weeks ago. Or whatever that scientist just found um, traces of uh plastic in like fresh snow in antarctica or something Um, really and it's like and somebody was like um you know when we dig down and we find a certain layer in the earth and it's like x amount of carbon and we're like yeah "Ah, this is the the lake era yeah in the future they're gonna be like wow we hit the plastic this is the our era can you believe that idiot thousands live like this this is humanity's flop era. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they kind of missed, right? Like, Nothing of great ex- significance happened in this time. Actually, great turmoil. We call this the uh, the black era, like because it's like the black death and stuff like I, that. It's just terrible. It is a weird like, conundrum. Like, 
Because you can even see like mental health epidemic throughout the world. It's like, it's weird because the more comfortable we get, the more uncomfortable we can get as humans. And Whoa. well, and it's just like, and what are we working towards? And then I mean, usually like whatever we're working of... towards is uh, weird. I feel like I feel like so theory. much of this epidemic is with America, which has like a extremely like un untethered capitalism. Very materialistic. Very materialistic. So so America has a massive mental health problem because of our because of the impending stress of things eventually getting too expensive for anyone to afford. Right. So, and then like, uh, millennials going through their, uh, their fourth American recession of their, uh, generation. Uh, this, this is great time to buy though. We promise. But like, if you go to like other countries, right. Like, like anytime is like, uh, it's like the end of the world. And then like every other country is like America going through it again. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, I think, I mean, I, I don't remember who said this, whatever. It was like some philosopher a while ago. Um, that had a general theory and the way I look at it right now is like, we're in a weird in-between period. Um, where especially you see right now, like, um, work, uh, warehouse workers and stuff getting replaced with AI. Like we're in this weird in-between where we still have menial jobs and stuff that we humans just have to do. Yeah. Versus like the arts. And I think if we can ever get to a point where eventually everyone's just able to not worry about money and be creative and work on art, whatever that means for them, I feel like that is the future. But right now we're still in this weird in-between spot where oh, like for sure, for sure. a couple hundred years ago, it was still just like, yo, we're just trying to survive. Yeah, exactly. Like we're just trying to like, but, and we have so many resources now, right? But, but like the sheer amount of, shit we have now right is and the sheer amount of variety and the sheer amount of of serious like people can be like you we have the opportunity to find exactly the things that make us happy like like never before versus before like uh, like 200 years ago right like mary's just like oh so glad i didn't die during childbirth yeah. let's hope let's hope child under seven turns out okay hopefully right? i don't hopefully like, i don't get the, a cold after yeah, this exactly hopefully i don't get a cold hopefully i don't get diarrhea like yeah but now it's like we like we can find purpose uh but we still live in in systemic structures that were designed for survival right and now and like how do people and how do people remedy it how do people in charge remedy it <clears throat> uh Yo, let's monetize that. So it's so Wait, stressful. But I hear money. <laughs> money? So. I mean, you tell me I can make something that like, so I don't have to experience those struggles anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'll take advantage of that. Sign me the fuck up, baby. Let's. Yeah. It's a weird. We are in a weird in between where it's like born too soon to live for myself. <laughs> or like yeah, born too soon to live for myself. Hashtag. Uh, born too late to avoid uh being a cog in the monetization scheme. Born just in time to shit post on TikTok. Well, my my favorite thing these days is uh every time something happens uh around the world or our country or something, in the top comments it's like 
I'm just so tired of living through world events, man. Or like, like, <laughs> like world-changing events, man. Like, come on. Like, give me a break, man. Can't we get like a decade? Um, or just nothing happens. Like the 80s. What happened in the 80s? I feel like they, My dad always lie. talks about the 80s. 80s Wasn't that the Cold rough. War? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was the greatest. He always just tells me the eighties were sick, so I just <laughs> always think that, well, she, that I think, nothing happened during the year nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty nine. Nothing happened. I think that's part of the problem. Only too, good things. Is um I think overstimulation. Like we can find what we like. Sometimes the problem is we don't stop there because we've access to so much. Um uh, and and that can be in terms of literally everything. But I think we're just so over stimulated and i think a lot of it actually has to do too with um with like um romance and love and stuff which aside from that which has been monetized of course um <laughs> like this idea that there's like the perfect one for you out in the world um and so so many people will overlook or not bother with people that are perfectly compatible with that would work out well because they're like no I need this perfect person. When in reality, like looking back, well, first off, um, no we're perfect. again we're in this weird in between period because before, yeah, love like wasn't really a thing. Like you married for societal reasons, economic reasons, um, beneficial reasons. Like that was the biggest thing, reasons, right? You know. And now we're to the point where you don't quite have to do that, and so we're learning what love is. But also, so many people now are quick to be like. Um, oh, one thing's wrong in the relationship. We weren't meant to be. I give up. Oh, like, you got to work for it. That's what love is. And this is my. This is my. The, our current society's toxic trait is expecting perfection before you learn uh, to fail. Allowing people to yeah, but like our our current society's toxic trait is not letting people fail. But yeah. and then you hear every successful person go like, "Oh, I failed first. You know what I mean? Like it's it, I remember it, it, seeing a Twitter post a couple of years ago and it was like it was like something about relationships and it was like, oh, so you're dealing with mental health issues. Are you going to a therapist? Are you seeing a doctor about your potential antidepressants? Are you are you doing this? Are you doing that? Have you talked to your parents to try and fix their issues? And I was like, whoa. Like easy, man. Whoa. And this was a topic about like someone in like their mid-20s, and it was like yeah, I can't be with someone unless they're currently are unless they've already fixed all their issues. And I was like, bro, what? The, we're all always working on issues. Spoilers, I don't know, like, bro. I can already see a lot in you, so I hope yeah, you're not exactly. <laughs> expecting perfection. I think you're the problem. Well, I think uh, part of it too is like we meme about it and stuff, but like the participation trophies. Part of that is, you know, like a kid loses, but they don't lose now. Uh, and even I would like started to oh see it towards God. the end of it, and. No. I, I think you learn the most, and in fact, I know, because it's happened in my life. I've seen it. I learned the most in failure when I'm at my lowest. And um, I'll be real with you guys. This I'm may sound like perfection. very weird, Rob. I don't like participation trophies. If my kid goes 0-16, okay, he ain't I, getting I don't shit. like them either. But. There's not, they're not, no, those don't exist. When you guys are like participation trophies, there aren't actually participation trophies. They are, tr especially for kids, right? Well, I don't think they have. A, I'm not I mean, talking about like a some, physical trophy. You guys are doing exactly the thing that, like, that I just talked about, where you're like, like the participation trophy. Everyone knows, like, okay, you didn't win, but like, here's the things that you did okay. It's supposed to be encouraging. 
It's not supposed to be like, hey, you didn't lose. No, See, it's like, yeah, you lost, but like, here's a reason. Like, here's the things that are, you did good about it. Like, keep trying. I guess, but like, I think it encourages. I'm not saying it encourages losing or that that mindset, but you went 0 and 16. Like, if, I'm saying in a sport kind of mindset. I'm not talking about like you graduated kindergarten. Here's yeah, a. I guess I'm, I'm diploma. thinking like when I played soccer. I'm thinking more so like in a sport kind of uh, setting because I know for a fact I've gone and didn't win a single game and we got a trophy at the end of the year. Uh, and did I look at that? And did it make me like like losing? No. Uh, but I think, like Christian said, I think we are at the point where it's just, I think convenience is what is the kind of the downfall right now. In my I mean, opinion. I think I think the important thing you need to do to empower somebody, especially if they're younger, is when they fail, to give them tools to recognize what failure looks like and what they can do to change from that. But I think giving them something, a, some sort of instant gratification immediately cheapens it. That's how I view it. I think everyone learns differently. And if we try to put everyone into a singular box of what one person decides is uh, optimal learning versus someone else's definition of optimal learning is always going to fail. Well, I think that's so, why our don't public even get me started on those vaccines. <laughs> I think that's why so our public think, education system So I think everyone is. learns differently and having multiple different ways of people. It's like visual versus... Versus like uh, auditory learners, right? Like, like everyone learns differently. Everyone reacts to how. Well, I mean, how that stuff goes differently. So I feel like having multiple perspectives and allowing people to learn in a way that is comfortable with them is the most important thing. Well, I truly like didn't like have that until like when I was in high school and I took chemistry, and the chemistry teacher was very interactive and very like talkative and made his like things very fun. And I loved chemistry and I learned a lot and I was really good at it. I hate chemistry. And I get to college and I take OCHEM. Um, and it was and I was like, Oh, I loved chemistry. Like I loved how it was doing. I literally sat in a room with 200 kids and it was like PowerPoint. PowerPoint, like page four, PowerPoint. All right, uh, here's your reading for the next two days, and here's an assignment. And it was like, wait, like I, I, I can't like ask a question because I'm in a hall with 200 kids, but you know, 190 of those kids just can take all that information, soak it in, and put it on a piece of paper. I mean, I think at, and again, my mom's been a career teacher practically, so I've seen it. I think our that's the problem with the public education system, as we've seen. Uh, even my mom can can talk about it and stuff. Like she's been able to have the biggest impact when she's given a smaller class. But in reality, uh, there aren't enough teachers, and so classroom sizes are getting bigger. And when you do that, it gets less personal. And then just like that, like teaching gets more blanketed. And I think it's a tough issue to solve because it's huge. But I think that's the point. Is everybody can learn very differently and right now like our public education system is very oriented towards short-term uh memory retention and that kind of stuff and that just doesn't work with everybody and uh, yeah and i hate that like in order to get a smaller classroom you have to pay private schools in order to get that like sort of intimate kind of thing and to keep all the other poor people away basically i, I hate that like Cause, and that's what I've seen like in our school district, Christian, I don't know if you've seen what our old school district looks like now, but it's all trying to push towards like a private and there's like another word for uh, another school that's not 
necessarily private or charter, I think the word is. Uh, but they're all trying to like push towards private and charter schools because it's more of an intimate learning classroom and they're cutting like public education and shit and taking fall break away from teachers, man. What's up with that? Wait, right? Yeah. Uh, Mitch, who teaches in Grand Junction, does not have uh, fall break. He just told me today. Like they took away fall break for them. It's fucked up. Now, I don't know if it they like add a week onto their summer or something like that, but goddamn, dude, did I need fall break? Like when fall break. I can't imagine as a teacher, as a student, I'm like, I need this. As a teacher, I'd be like, please, (laughs) kill me. Because not only that, your kids, like, it's going to show in your kids too, and they're going to be more unruly or like harder to. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. It's, It's a big problem. Um, but I think uh, the takeaway blanket-wise is just that uh, we need to make sure we don't protect uh, people from failure. And we don't need to just, like, it's not like, you know, the old, like, for instance, um, like, uh, just push some dirt on it and, you know, walk. Like, that doesn't work either. But it might, because, you know like, the way I look at it is, like, me and my brother, for instance, when we were growing up, my mom always tells a story. Um she would spank my younger brother and um, that would, he's like, he would hate it and he would straighten right up. And she would talk about it. They tried to like spank me once uh, and I was just laughing. And um, so they just kept going. And I was like, yeah, like spank me some more. I don't care. And then they say, I'm disappointed in you. Like, ah! And then yeah, for disappointed me, in you is the, yeah. yeah, for me, like that's what did it. And they could tell my younger brother disappointed. He's like, okay, whatever. And I mean, it literally goes down to just like those two. So I think that's why it's so difficult too, is because like, how do you empower and give people the tools when everybody is so different? And, and then our public know, education I, system is already so, so tough. And it, you're, you're talking about like toxic American traits. I, I think this might be just a toxic worldly trait as well. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it, but it kind of came up in conversation with my dad because I was talking to him and he was telling me that like, yeah, the neighbor's boy across the street is really having hard times. He's still 21 and lives at home with his parents. Like, wh- there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there I don't is. I'm gonna tell you this. I, I don't. Like, I hate that. Like, but I'm not gonna tell you this. But like, he doesn't have a choice. Sh- like, shit is expensive, dog. Like, most you're. I lived like with most... you two years ago. Like, what do you mean? Like, like most people are. Most people, even especially the new generation. Most kids are going to be living with their parents till late twenties, probably because especially if we go into another recession, like absolutely, most kids are going to be chilling with their parents, helping their parents pay for the house. Like, well, it's so because the way I think about it is like my older brother graduated about right at right when uh the the oh wait crash. It's like okay, two thousand eight. Yeah, and I feel like that was still around when you were hearing, like, like you finish high school, all right, you're, I like, going to college, you're getting your job, you're out of here. And that was, yeah. like, the pretty general expectations. Crash happened. Yeah. A lot of people couldn't do that. That kind of changed. And then, like, we kind of recovered a couple years later, and they're like, okay, well, like, let's try and get back to that. Because then I remember we graduated 13, and the narrative was still pretty similar but you were hearing more stories. And now I feel like the narrative is like, it should at least be like, that is the exception because 
right now, especially economically, like everything's so expensive, right? Like there's, there's just no way, like it shouldn't be seen as a bad thing. If anything good for them, because that means, you know, hopefully they're able to like save on some expenses right now. Um, and who knows? I think it also is a very American ideology, like American dream type beat where it's like, kick your kids out when they're done with college when it's like i can guarantee you most minority families that is not even remotely the tradition right my parents i was like uh, my parents i was like like yeah i'm gonna move out and they're like oh what the you know how much you're gonna have to pay when you move out you know how much you're gonna have to like have you thought about your car insurance like have you like what are you like you, we don't mind you living here like like that's that's that was that's my that's the response i get right but then again i also come from like extremely hispanic family and my experience with hispanic families is oh like y'all can stay here like we don't have like yo that's free that's free money we get oh yeah dude. you guys don't pay that like yo that's extra income for me and you don't have to pay as much to stay here like wicked win-win versus I, I would say most American. I think it's very American. Uh, most ca- most Caucasian American families are like, get the fuck out of my place, you bitch. I want to see your shit. Go definitely. live for yourself. Because I was thinking like. We're going to go fuck. You go in like the Eastern the hemisphere bitch. of the world. Have sex. And yeah, I think it's very much a cultural Bone. thing. And. Uh, fuck your mom. <laughs> what? Um, I'm going with this, but. <laughs> I think it is very much cultural. And especially for us Americans. Uh, were the opposite but you look at like and i think i read like i've read that like some of it's kind of changing in like japan and stuff but like japan um china uh and most like especially eastern hemisphere and stuff like for the longest time if not still you have a multi-generational house and that's just and the thing too is like that's a problem america's had is like in other countries um culturally especially like you get older and you're going to get taken care of and here it's like uh that's kind of the yeah, problem exactly. is we don't support our elderly. like in other things it's like yeah so, like, like our my parents, parents had to look out for themselves and sell their house yeah right like, like my die. kids grandparents my parents still live with us and you know we're 50 or whatever and that's just perfectly normal but here especially your parents live with you like my mom said like i will never force myself to live with you robert if i'm getting old like i don't want to do i'm like why like if you had like like for sure like i don't get that like old school mentality like i don't want a burden like what it's just a very weird american like you have to be self-sufficient at all times mentality and that's just not the reality of how society works especially especially like, fundamentally as humans we crave companionship right so like and it's not and companionship is not just that one person you love the most right companionship is your interpersonal relationship with your family your friends uh even acquaintances like how you treat other humans so it's like just a weird american concept of yeah you got to be on your own and if you rely on anyone else you're a pussy yeah you're weak and it's like what that's so weird. <laughs> Why I, is that so super I feel like, toxic? Yeah, I feel like us too, especially millennials. Um, I think we're inundated for most of us with that idealism yeah. because I think that's mainly coming down from like baby boomers, um, which maybe at the time when they first 
were growing up, it was a different mentality, but they I mean, had it point, right? a very different way. Uh, Billy Joe could like, walk into a bank and get a loan, you know what I mean, to start his new business. Well, yeah, like, you have to get credit check to get a fucking apartment now, right? So it's like, bro, what? It's an apartment. And then, and then baby boomers, of course, were like, I can be totally self-sufficient. When it's like, yeah, you could buy a house for like a fucking, you could give someone a fucking, a, a thumbtack and a couple clip, a fucking... There you go. It gives them a couple of like empty water bottles and you can buy a fucking house, dude. Like, yeah, no shit. Pretty easy to be self-sufficient when everything is extremely cheap coming out of a world war. Like, I, I think it's just that. Like, same way we're in like a weird in-between of just humanity and where we are in our comfort levels. I feel like same thing generationally. Like, I imagine 20 years from now, kids born right now will probably be saying their expectations are different, I would imagine, because at that point now these, our generations are starting to raise kids and most of them probably are like, hey, things are changing. And I think it's, it'll change with time. I think we're just like, just like with your dad, like he doesn't quite realize, like we're transitioning, things are different. That's not how it works. I'm like, and, well, thank God, like Christian figured out Mr. Fruit Channel because I'd probably be living with you, dad. So thank fucking God. <laughs> if I didn't have, yeah, I'd probably be with my parents too. So. <laughs> So thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, my dad has an old way of thinking. Yeah, I definitely think it's very cultural. Um, because like part of it too is um, I have a lot of family uh, in Georgia. And actually there, they're a pretty, when I say pretty, like population 500, like rural town. I don't think it's a city. Um, and the area around them is actually much different than something like here. Like there, it's it's a lot closer to what you would think uh, elsewhere where it's like um, our parents are near or like most of them are like, yeah, we built a trailer for our parents. It's literally next to our house. It's a two foot walk. Most of the family lives with each other. Yeah, um, I literally told my dad, I was like, I wish I lived with you. I was like, shit. And you just like, especially like that's what I can see from at least like Georgia to Midwest, for instance. Um, not all of Georgia, but like I haven't found that same mentality, uh, like where we are here and stuff. Yeah. Well, in uh, I know California. My cousin, uh, my cousins still live with both their parents because because I think both their parents know like it's so expensive out there. Why not have my kids live with us, pay a little bit of rent that helps with the mortgage, and have them save up for something? And that's what they've been doing for like the past five years now. And it's like, yeah, that that's probably like the play instead of you're 18. Now you got to kick you out. Oh, you don't have money to pay rent. OK, well, now you have overdraft due fees. And now I have to pay those overdraft fees. Like, it's just like, dog, like, just let me live with you. Except where I live with my parents, they didn't have a college near there. So I would have had to, like, commute to Denver and stuff like that. And I didn't want to do that. So that yeah. also is the reason why they live with my parents. It's a weird, weird world we're living in and we're... Humanity as a whole is literally just taking a day at a time. We're like, well, new problem. Yeah. How are we going to deal with it? And unfortunately, we're not. Some places aren't great at uh, adapting. No. Um, is there anything else we want to touch on before uh, I read us some questions? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, stop policing women's bodies. Thanks. 
Oh, also, by the yeah. way, if you guys are going to use the logic of, yeah, well, it's actually an embryo, then it's actually life. Uh, stop jerking into your socks because those could have been the next Einstein thing. I had like a really big religious tweet and like it was dropping some bombs, and but I deleted it. I, I pulled out. I, well, the, the, the I problem is people too... that hide behind this fucking book. Like, I hate it. It makes me so mad. It's definitely I hate that my subject. family is like catholic and i was baptized catholic but then again i don't really believe in shit so like i refuse to be like labeled in a group that does that so i'm like officially like ag- agnostic Rebel now or atheist around. i don't know i don't know what it is Here, but i refuse to be in a religion that uses god as some sort of vice to police over people i fucking hate it i won't i won't do it anymore i am um, i see religion two ways and I think there are two ways. You have religion and you have organized religion. I think oh, organized yeah, yep, religion yep. is the dangerous thing. Because like being religious or spiritual in itself, on your own, is perfectly fine. Like not, no harm done. You're not hurting anybody. Like, but it's Or like you're the religion, religion that's like, be a good person. Like treat thy neighbor. You know, that stuff is like good. And I think that should be like taught. But it's when you get to organized religion, which is where well, we get... Is like- Organize is like where the intention and they don't fucking is, tax these fuckers dude. is to is grow fuck right like the intention of organized religion is like how can we spread uh, our belief and at that point it's like yeah you're literally like it's the entire purpose of like how many people can we get to be this religion versus religious um, i don't know a big difference i don't remember her name but there was like a clip um which by the way again too like if you're still listening to this and you don't know where we stand on political issues and it's so pretty obvious offensive to you, yeah, you don't have to listen. And also, um, and also, once again, just to just to put this out there, if you are religious, I ain't got nothing against li- you. Like, yeah, no I have nothing problem, against you, but until you put it on somebody else. Yeah, until yeah, you start our, perpetuating your beliefs onto people and making them feel like shit about themselves. Our 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 stance has and will always be: uh, What are you doing? Are you are you actively hurting someone else? Okay, cool. You're not cool with us. Versus, what are you doing? You're vibing? Hey, man. I'm proud of you. You deserve to vibe. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Because that's like, you. And that's your life. Lo- well, it, that's just... It's, but I so, there was, um, there was this clip, and I forgot who it was. Um, but it was this woman that was... Had like a minute segment or whatever, but essentially said like... Um, I am not religious. You might be, and that's okay. And you might, you might abide by, by this book. old book, yeah. whatever, right? And like, that's fine. But don't tell me to live by the same rules, and I won't tell you to live by my rules. Like, same kind of thing. I think that's it. It's like, hey. whatever you do, it's cool. It's not cool when now you're forcing that on somebody else. There's a difference between sharing and forcing, right? Like when you share your beliefs and someone is like, Hey, I kinda like that. Or and, like, no. Okay, cool. And that's it. You know, maybe See, I'll give that a try. Versus I hope you know you're a fucking sinner. And if you ever do that shit again, God's literally going to spit in your mouth. So you better yeah. stop that shit. It's like it's fear like, mongering. Oh, what? Just that's all that the uh organized religion is based off of is just fear. Like it Oh, and, mega churches. And I here's like, man, I go whole, down the deep rabbit hole of mega churches. Go here's on, my bro, whole, here's my whole thing with, with like abortion too. And it's like, 
I shouldn't have to have an opinion because I'm a fucking dude. Like, I don't have babies. So, like, why, like, when people are like, what's your opinion? It's like, why do I need to have an opinion? I don't have babies. Like, it should be their opinion and, like, their their own. You know what I mean? Because I, I was talking to my mom about it. My mom was very, like, very emotional about it. And I'll never forget it. I, I went to, I lived in a place where it was very right way thinking and it was very conservative thinking. Uh, Christian can attest to that. It was very, and if you had liberal social views like I did, you were like in the minority a ton. So like in class and stuff like that, when we learned about like contraceptives and abortion and all that kind of sex ed stuff, some kids were like taken out of class because they didn't want their kids to be, oh, you, you were taken out? Yep. I never got, my parents, let me put it this way. I still, if my parents, if it wasn't for the internet, I still wouldn't know how sex works. My parents never. So, um, I remember like learning about abortion and stuff and all my friends were like, oh dude, like pro-life and all that kind of stuff. And I went home like talking to my mom about it. And at this point, I think I was like leaning like pro-life and like, that's a baby in there, mom. Like you're killing a baby. And then she goes, Robert, like it's my body. Like, and she's like, and who are you as a male to say that? And I remember being like 15 and sitting there going like, oh, she's right. Like. I don't have babies. Like it's their body. Uh, and like, who am I to say what they can and can't do with their bodies? Like it was just, it like hit me like a ton of bricks and it, it blows my mind when people hear that and they're still like, no, nah, like Jesus, like, no well, God. Think, like, well, like I what? I think the thing that blows my mind the most is when people, people's arguments always come down to, Oh, well that's not your body. Like that's someone else's body who's sharing it with you. And it's like, okay, well, but still, like, scientifically speaking, like, that's just not true. And secondly, like, if we're going to go down that route, right, we can put it, like, why is it only on women when it comes to the potential for carrying life? Like I said earlier, like, you jerk into a sock, you just killed, like, 10,000 babies. I've killed a lot of babies, If you're going by the same logic. A lot, probably a lot more than that. So it's like... Why is when it comes to reproductive rights, why is so much of the of the responsibility put on women when when it takes two separate human beings with two uh with with a conglomerate of X and Y chromosomes to, you know, breed and both have things in their body that are the potential for life? And the reality is because we have uh, an the entire the entirety of most structures in the world were created by men. That topic is never discussed because of the fact that, well, it's 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 like it's like you know like it's in it's in the girl's oven. So like there's a big difference. It's like well not really, because if you guys use the exact same terminology. When you jerk into a sock, you're literally killing just as you're literally killing a lot more than if a woman so is like, is well, like, like, man, I don't really want to have this kid. Well, it's like you said earlier, Blue. They have their narrative first, and then they start picking their facts afterwards. It's it's so just... the ultra sophistry, bro. Well, here's here's the way I look at it, right? Okay, it might be your kid. What you pumped maybe two minutes? Nice. Yeah. Now she's got to handle everything else. And yeah. your life isn't on the line ever with that ever. kid ever. And there's never a point where that the livelihood of that kid is going to 
determine me as a man, my health. Yeah, your health. Never. And so... And the, the entirety of the development phase inside of another person's body is never going to have a direct impact on your health. Because all Mentally, you maybe, do, but not physically. Mentally, yeah, but physically, nothing's going to happen to you. All you had to do was shoot a Nerf gun dart, and now you're done. Like, you're, you're done. Well, and, and so that's the point. Is like, so first off, that's why men shouldn't even have a say, in my opinion. Like, that's why it's, it's yeah, not up I to us. It. And then it goes to, okay, so then it's the woman's choice, and they should have the choice. And if you're a woman, and you do believe it's a baby, and you don't want to abort, you should have that option. You get to keep your baby. But if somebody else doesn't, or, again, part of the thing people, so many people fail to realize, too, is it's not just like, oh, I don't want this kid. It's like, this baby is literally endangering the mother. Or what's the point of carrying this to term if it's, like, already dead? Or it's going to come out, and I'm going to watch it die? Or yeah, non-compatible with life, birth, like it's it's never black and white. It's not. Never. And so, but you know it is black and white. Is that your body? Is this nope. ad? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Sorry. Yeah, like, so this know. is the way I see it, right? People are like, "Don't be political." I don't see this it's, political. It's a human I don't right. It's political to me. At I think all. it's a like, human it's right. Literally, it's literally. You have more empathy for an idea than you do a literal living human being right here, right now. And whenever I bring up this topic with like friends and family, they're like, "Oh, so you're cool with the idea of your mom aborting you?" And I was like, "Okay, she didn't." Right yeah, here. please, she please did. fucking abort me. I hate it here. I'm, I don't fucking I'm care. Right, like, like I'm it, right it, here. And if I wasn't right here, it would have been another clone of me that was pretty similar to me there's like we could do this whole fucking doctor strange multiverse madness dude all right but the point is right here right now i'm right here things are how they are uh if we want to if we want to get specific once again there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of other like little mini me's i i kill to to get the hunger games battle royale to get out here all right <laughs> that's true so i'm a murderer all right you could call well, me what you we're all murderers because we killed a bunch of other men. It's like right? the uh Yu-Gi-Oh versus Kaiba Trump card thing. It's like boomer. It's like, don't what if your mother aborted you? And then he like turns the card and it's like, I wish she had. And then it's like <laughs> the dude's like <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh, that's all I really have to say about it. It's just like why why do we have a say? And real, people like, should have a choice. That's the whole thing. Like when I tweeted and I apparently hit some chord on nerve. Twitter. There's a lot of nerve. There's a lot of where, because um, I, I was I looking at mutual like replies and I was like, oh, support. And then, and here's the thing too is like, I, I'm open to everybody. And I was like, I'm willing to hear everybody's opinions. So I went through and read every reply. Mistake. That was a, a rough one to do that on. And so I went and I was like, who are these people? And I did find a random place, but I don't want an echo chamber. So that's fine. Yeah, and I was dude, like, like, I might even have a dialogue with some people. I didn't find a civil reply, so that was difficult. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is I said, like, I'm not proud of being American. And I wasn't proud to be American that day. And exactly. so many people took offense. First off, America is the only country with this weird uh, exceptional nationalism thing. Like, we're the only country with that. We're I don't know if it's the Pledge of the Allegiance that we say every morning that makes us feel like... It's like, I don't, I don't here's, know. Here's the thing is I'm not going to blindly 
all my country. The point is, I know what I want for my country. I know when we can be better as a country, and I know when, in my views, we failed as a country. So I am, I, I, again, freedom of speech. I am free it's, to express yeah. that I'm not proud of being American, and that's a freedom yeah, we all have, and that's perfectly fine. It's, it's just crazy because it's like, like we can be when better. People are like, oh, so you're not patriotic? Oh, so you hate your fuck country? Then move. And it's like, you're so like it. It's like one, you're a piss baby, and it's, two. You, like the most patriotic thing you could do is expect more of your country. Well, if that's if that's your logic, then when you failed a test, you should have just dropped out of school. When you failed you that had, one test that you failed, like, that, you you ju- you just drop out of school. Like oh oh, you must hate fucking school. Like just drop uh, out. You're fucking. Ah, uh, there's a scab on my arm. I better chop the whole arm <laughs> off. Because yeah. yeah, that's just it. It's like oh, you don't like it. Well, don't fix it. Run away. Yeah, exactly. Like, like what, what kind of logic? That's literally what you, you're literally giving us a litmus test on how you solve like problems. How do we solve it? Run away from the issue. Very mature, Stephen fucking Stephen fucking Smith, whatever the fuck your name is. And the frustrating Sorry, thing Smith. too, though, with my tweet was I went through. Not a single person that was arguing with me was a woman. I'm like, why are you even? Oop. I, Oop. It's like, uh, like, have you ever been, just I would have just responded to every dude been like, have you been pregnant? Have you been pregnant? Have you yeah. been pregnant? This like, is like, this is in our room, dude. I don't get exactly. That's, that's what whole thing But people are like, like, what do you feel about? It? It's like, I feel like I shouldn't have to feel what, like it's a issue. Like, it's like, but here's the how thing. How do they feel about me scratching my balls? They, they, <laughs> you know, like they don't know what that's, you know, like you it, don't know as a dude, it's not our thing, but also because of the state of the country, it is our job right now to show support because if they don't, this is what happens. And so yeah. while it doesn't affect us, it was taken away. And so now it's like, well, so if by that logic, why are you, why do you care? Well, I'm not telling them what to do. I'm trying to give them back the freedom that they deserve. Also, also I just want to go on a mini soapbox here. When people talk about abortions being different from medical procedures, I just want you to know you you arguing this narrative is going to cause so much turmoil for so many people because the term abort was used because how do you how do what do you think happens when a kid does not make it through and what do you think the medical procedure is to stop a pregnancy that is a danger to the woman it is called aborting the pregnancy so when even so when you're like that what you so like it's like uh yeah the my kid in my in my womb uh uh was not compatible with life we found out at seven months um so we had to get we had to get an abortion and people were like that wasn't an abortion that was a medical procedure and it's like abort is a term that means you aborted the pregnancy. You that you were like this pregnancy is not going to work. We are going to take this out, and I am not going to be pregnant anymore because if I don't take this out, I probably might die. It is still an abortion, and so the entire point of the Roe versus Wade thing was giving people the right to those abortions with no stipulations, with no weird fucking rule book. 
And now you have doctors who will, and this is how it worked before and it will continue to work. You will have doctors who will be unsure on if they should do these medical procedures, which are still abortions. And people are going to die because while these doctors are going to be like, I don't know if we can do this procedure. Does it count as an abortion? Seven days later, right? This, this mother is probably going to be like, uh, I've been waiting seven days to see if I can get uh, have this medical procedure. And then next thing you know, right? Like something actually happens to this person and they can die during those seven days while they're like, even, even if it's an urgent medical procedure, which is still an abortion, even if it's an urgent medical procedure in these, in these states that have the trigger laws, you're going to have situations where doctors are not going to be able to operate because they have to go through channels to be like, is this ethical based under fucking uh, Jimbo Jenkins over here? who who decided that no one can have abortions but is this an abortion or is this a medical procedure it's like oh my god go fuck yourself you know you know what could avoid this is is having everyone have the right to an abortion so thanks for muddy muddying up the terminology because you couldn't handle the fact that when a pregnancy is terminated it is an abortion all right can i go on in my ne- can i go on a soapbox or whatever that was blue yeah, hit us with the go. Hey, Rob, it's your turn. Okay, so you're, you're the uh, the stylist if, right now. Okay, I'm about so, to go on rant. Like, uh, this is more so like for the people that say like that baby and there's a uh, an image of God. Like, okay, if that's your energy when it's in the baby, okay, in in the mother, whether that one woman be a person of color, white, green, whatever. Okay, you better keep that same fucking energy when the baby's actually born and they need resources to live. Like, 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 as if you look, it's a conservative party that is all about, I'll say it, that is all about having the baby born. Okay, but as soon as that baby's born, it's a conservative party that tries to take every right away from that family that needs help, that needs food stamps, that needs uh cps care that needs planned parenthood that just needs any sort of care where's the energy for that it's not yeah there. where the energy for the kids that are in cps that need adoption that oh they were going to be aborted and this family couldn't end up taking care of their kid because they're deadbeat parents no they're fucking parents that knew they couldn't re- like be financially responsible for a fucking kid and now that kid got taken away because they're quote-unquote bad parents when in reality they're just a victim of fucking circumstance and they're a victim of circumstance because you decided that they had to have a baby. And then you decided they didn't have any fucking rights to sh- daycare. You know, shit that they fucking, that kid will need growing up. And it's that party that is all about saving the fucking kid, but is not about saving the kids that are on this planet now. I don't fucking get it. Which yeah, makes me fucking- think that it's some fucking oh, dark-sided fucking bullshit thing that is all behind this. Uh, and it probably is, and it it has nothing to do with fucking God, and has nothing to do with fucking religion. It's all about fucking control and keeping poor people fucking poor and keeping people of color poor. And it fucking is so annoying that people who actually truly probably believe in the Bible and believe in God are stupid enough that they get used as pawns by this fucking party. Sorry. Like everything about that. Like don't don't tell and and. That's Yo, what pisses me off. Let me the tell most. you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what Rob means by the. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me go in a little more detail on what Rob means by people not caring about kids when they're out of the womb. 
don't say you're pro-life when you probably vote against gun restriction laws after a bunch of kids just got shot uh, in Texas. So don't don't sit there and be like, I'm pro-life. I care about the kids. When when you when you you when you want more gun rights, uh, when you're more when you're more obsessed with the idea of having a right to bear arms than you are about teachers and kids being safe in school. Yeah, I don't want to hear. Just say you're pro burn. Two weeks ago, you were talking about guns and not the kids, and now two weeks and now, now it's talking. like and now it's like yeah. Oh, so oh, so it's about the kids. All right, so so what's going to be in two weeks when there's another shooting? Like we, we, about we, the guns again. Like were those kids that were killed in that elementary school? Do, those, not do they not count? In the count? image of God, it's it's like you just pick and choose they what fits your narrative, and I I just that that in this whole thing with not not only just women getting their rights taken away, that is what pisses me off the most. It's like okay, if that is like what you want to do, then I want to see CPS get funded up the ass. I want to see orphanages get funding up the ass. Like if that is truly what this is about, and it's about the children. Then how about we start taking care of those children, whether they're white, uh, Hispanic, black, it doesn't fu- Asian, it doesn't matter, green, like it doesn't fucking matter. Just make sure that they're fucking taken care of. I hate it. Rant over. I respect it. And here's the thing too: is people might disagree, but Rob has his right. To express his opinion as much as everybody else does in this country. Unfollow me on Twitter. I've been losing like 2,000 followers since like the <laughs> beginning of the year. I don't give a shit. Well, um, my thing too is where so many people are stuck on rules that were made nearly 300 years ago for this country. Now think about how much has changed in this country. And... I think that's a big part of it too is like when they made it, they did their best. They couldn't have, they're probably like, okay, well they'll keep reforming this one. You know, they'll keep it up to date. I haven't really. And I think that's part of the problem is we're trying to live modern day with archaic systems and that makes it a lot tougher and it makes it a lot easier too sometimes um, to manipulate it and as soon as we made pol- uh, politics uh, like a career job that makes you rich, that's that's where it all went so wrong. And hey, uh, you want to know how you want to know how the conversation will go with uh, with the founding father when people are like, our founding fathers would never stand for this. <clears throat> here, here, let me hear it. Let me let me tell you how it'll go. Okay, <clears throat> okay. So imagine, so imagine like imagine like I'm some founding father. And I'm talking to some modern day dude. Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> hey, you freed the what? <laughs> yeah. Most of them yeah. were like, hey, put that down. Put the, Don't let them take our slaves, dude. Let's just be honest. For real. Like, I'm not even going to like deal in arguments anymore when people bring up God. I'm just like, I'm atheist. Like, shut up. Like, like, and I hate that word atheist. It makes me sound like a fucking demon, like winged spawn creature. Like, I feel like if I told my grandmother that I was atheist, that she would probably be like, imagining me with like spiked teeth coming out of my mouth and fucking wings and hey if i'm wrong sick i'm glad i was fucking wrong i guess uh i'll enjoy my time in fucking hell burning for all eternity even though that's what i'm doing right now it's just even in the same way we're like 200 years ago what were they thinking 
even right now, as we're trying to be progressive, 200 years from now, I, if we're still around, I'm sure people will be like, what were they thinking? That was so backwards. And I'm saying right now, if we're in the times when we're like, this is backwards, then they're going to be like, what? What was that? And the point is we got to move forward and everyone should be afforded the same equal opportunities, the same freedoms. And most of the people making the decisions are the ones with all the benefits. Um, and that's just the nature of our reality. And it's sad. And again, um, like I, I quickly said it on like a subreddit or on the subreddit when someone was saying about the tweet or whatever, it's like, well, first off, um, I appreciate all the people that were uh, analyzing and let me know my channel died because of my political views, which I've expressed. <laughs> That's right. Never on my main channel anyway. Um, but like if you're, if you're here listening, odds are you're a more committed community member, in which case um, hopefully you're a little more open-minded. Um, because the way I see it too is like, um, it's not black and white, which is what I think a lot of the problem has been in the country recently is you're one side or the other, you're this opinion or you're not. But if you're supporting something like that, it's really difficult to be able to get anywhere because, uh, with the current nature of everything, frankly, and the way we politicize and demonize, but the way I, I rule on pretty much anything you're ever curious is does it bother somebody else no go for it like just like that like gay marriage that doesn't that doesn't affect you in the slightest they just want the rights that we have you know like like that, they're not everybody. asking for anything that's that's the way i look at it is everybody should be able and i mean that's supposed to be the american dream right way back when or whatever uh, that anybody could come here and make an honest living and, um, and rise be themselves or whatever. Yeah. And it's the religion that they want, you know, like, and now it's all but an American distant dream. And so that's how I look at things. Um, because those things I see is just human rights too. It's not even political, but the problem is too, we've made these things political. The country's made them political and that's what makes things so divisive. And that's where we are right now. And I don't know. I hope we can just move forward because right now it feels like we're moving backwards. I'm trying to. Yeah. I mean, that's about where I lie. I mean, I could go on and on, but who wants to hear from a white straight dude about women's reproductive rights? You know, not me, not a white dude. <laughs> hey, you know what? Support, support your women out there, boys. And for those of you who are probably somehow got here and are like, Lamal, what a bunch of cucks. <laughs> You're weird. Uh, You're well, lost, but... We're all in relationships with people we love, and you're at home jerking off into a sock, killing a bunch of babies. Whatever, uh, dude. Stare at your cross uh, while you jerk off. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, whatever. So, yeah. So, next time next time you bust in that sock, big guy, just remember, you're a murderer. I had, like, my patience has just gone. Like, I wanted to tweet what Christian tweeted, but, like, about religion. And I... I, I deleted well, I'll it. say this. Uh, um, I think I messaged Blue. I was sitting on the toilet. It was the longest toilet sitting in my life. Because I decided you, to read the like comments. You were like existential toilet po poopy. I was like, like poop, were... and I was like, all right, let me see what people are saying. So it was about a three-hour poop. Um, <laughs> and I probably... Babe, right in there? I probably drafted and deleted over like 200 tweets. And then it wasn't until Blue freed me. 
Oh yeah, I came. I was in sitting there, there and I then I got notifications, and and Blue came out swinging, and I'm like, okay. I can get off the toilet. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I I don't even say anything. Blue and nothing really. Blue didn't say either, and part of it too is like, um. It's like, where do I want to put my energy? Do I really want to put it? Because that was the problem, too. Is like, I'm willing to put my energy with some people uh, that, like, who would have an actual conversation. Uh, like a dialogue. Not not even like... But when it's 400 people like, telling me to die or move away or see, use like, a coat hanger. You know. See, like, all of them are like... All, all the all the replies, none of them are, like, ever constructive. They're, they're always, like... Lamau, stop being political. Stay out of being political. You're stupid. And Lamau, YouTuber dumb. talking about politics. Lamau, it's like okay, so I have to be uh, Tucker Carlson, who's a fucking idiot to talk about politics. Apparently, and I'm, and I'm, like, and I'm just what? I'm just reading these comments, and I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but um, this predominantly affects women, um, and Mr. Fruit. Has a wife. Um, I do, and I have other women in my life. He's married to his his wife, um, who is a woman. Um, you know, when you love someone and something affects them, you tend to, you know, you tend yeah. to think about it and form your opinion on it. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Mister Furt's married, and his wife is affected by this, and I think he can have opinions on things that directly affect the person he loves the most in his life. So I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just you know, I, I, had, I had a bunch of Bible thumper friends uh, from growing up in high school. Okay, well, well they were pretty... I'm gonna lose this thought. I need a piece. I'm just gonna say okay, this real yeah. quick. The other thing too is when they say that, like, we don't want your opinion. Go back to YouTube. I'm on Twitter. That's the first thing. You went over to Twitter to find me. I'm yeah. not doing this on my YouTube channel, first off. Yeah, yeah. and he's not even doing this on, like, a main channel or Mr. Fruit Plays. It's on GG Over Easy and Twitter. You, you went to find this. Which is our opinion channel. Like, I went to social media, and I didn't expect to see an opinion. Okay. Yeah, it's not like, this Fortnite update is crazy. And it's you going, hey, guys, I know you're expecting a Fortnite video, right. but... <laughs> like that's that's the weird thing too is like dude keep it keep it to youtube like my that is my youtube this is twitter and you decided to come follow me this over here. stuff by the you can check it out yeah and, and here's the spoilers too people are like oh why are creators and celebrities so opinionated these days nothing has changed i guarantee hey. if you go back to like 70s and 80s and a lot of our parents too who are like oh, i love those people probably had some weird opinions it's just social media is not there and you didn't hear everyone's opinions as much but in reality, you're like, hey, that person's kind of cool. And then you learn more about him. You're like, that's this reality. Gonna be shit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find out you disagree here. with a lot of people. No, yeah, you go pee. I have my page. You go pee. He's so right, though, in terms of like, you came <laughs> to my Twitter to find this. Like, Twitter is like where I share yeah, opinions and share to... memes and like share stuff you that I want to, to share. Opinion site. Yeah, that doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense. I don't want to uh you know uh put any more energy than i feel like we've already put into this uh our our points are very clear uh and you probably already clicked away if you didn't like it so fuck Wait. you um i mean not all i know really cuz i feel like i feel like i feel like the crowd that we've weeded out uh are people who are generally well, and barely it, like yeah we've already come to the conclusion it's like 
well, Bristol it's funny, here. Because so you like, guys are champions. Appreciate I t- you. I tweeted out like like about Roe versus Wade and stuff like that. And of course, my dad is a uh, very old-fashioned way of thinking. He goes, Robert, you got to be careful, dude. You're going to lose subscribers. I was like, Dad, I don't give a fuck if I tweet, fuck the Proud Boys. And I have somebody saying, oh, nah, dude, like you're brainwashed. Like, you, like why do I need that person supporting me with a follow? You know, like it doesn't do anything. Like – so like their opinion and like they them following me because they like our YouTube videos and if they don't like my opinions whatever I don't give a fuck anymore. All right, we're going to move on to the Q&A now. Um we'll uh only have time for a couple questions because we have uh started the podcast going we don't know what we're going to talk about and an hour and a half later uh we we found out what yeah, we're talking give, about. Yeah, just give it just just you know a couple shotgun questions. Uh Kearney says, if you could instantly learn... Oh, no, no, we, we had that one. Um, okay, uh, Sir Harmonic says, this is my last question for a little while. Money's getting kind of tight and things are getting expensive. We all know that. I just wanted to say that I always love seeing y'all's content and have been uh, here since the Destiny Fun Police video back in the Taken King. We getting old. We are getting old. Uh, now for the question. Yeah. Which ice cream flavor reigns supreme? Call me old fashioned, but I like vanilla. Or like cookies and cream, I guess. I'm I'm a huge cookies and cream stand. Uh, I do like pistachio a lot. Um, there is, however, this flavor that only comes around, I think, during the summer or something, from Bluebell Ice Cream, and it is called uh, Southern Blackberry Cobbler. I. That sounds delicious. I'm not religious. <laughs> Speaking of, but like if you if you made a religion on that ice cream, I would Bet. follow it. I would follow that religion based on the Southern Blackberry Cobbler ice cream. It is godlike. I haven't had in a while, but my family in Georgia, they make some mean cobblers. Delicious. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor, Mister Fruit? Oh, I mint chocolate uh, chip ice cream or. Uh, cake batter, but the problem is most places do like birthday cake, but that's not cake batter. Like birthday cake is like sugar sprinkles. Cake batter is like stick. Yeah, right. And then like a lot of it's like the frosting, like um, like Cold Stone's cake batter, or whatever. Like that kind of flavor. Those are my two. Jesus, cats. Um, Fenrir. Uh, asked, I just wanted to do a quick update on it. I know it's been uh, asked before, but are, uh, are we crumpling or folding? Love you guys and just got back to the podcast. I'll be here more often. If I could slip another one in, uh, Fruit, where's your Sunday? Where Sundays are good for at? Expect a pay- package in the P.O. box soon. Um, well, they're like kind of tentatively that um, untitled fruit content video I made or whatever. Problem with uh, the Sundays are good for it. Um, it took so many different ideas uh, and then a lot of work to just make one. And after like four, I make a fifth. I'm like, what the fudge? So uh, I think I'll kind of do like I did with that lightsaber opening one where um, when there's enough stuff and then a couple other ideas I have, I'll throw it into a video. But that's essentially. Uh, in terms happens. of pooping, I'm a crumpler. I crumple my toilet paper. I fold and then crumple. I'm a folder. I'm a, I'm a hard folder. Are you guys a stand up or sit down wipe? 
But I'm more of a folder, I guess. Um, definitely a sit down wiper. I I'm a sit up. down wiper. I'm a sit down wiper, and if like I, f- if like I can sense a disturbance deep in my butthole, I'll stand up to like really get in there. It depends on the severity. Yeah. 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 Sometimes uh, I'm gonna... it calls for standing up. You know. I'm gonna butcher yeah. this again. If I stand uh, up, it's serious. Yeah, like no. I have to. Like I am about to. I'm You're gonna hear that. I'm gonna say your name wrong again, like I always do. Zoes, uh, with the question says, "Hey guys, question for Fruit and Blue mostly, since they really love Pokemon. Have you guys watched the Pokemon series Hisuon Snow on YouTube? And if so, what do you think of it? The animation is just so awesome, I and I hope they release more episodes like this in the future." I didn't even know like it was a thing. The... Their whole, their whole like limited anime episodes. I do like them a lot. Um, unfortunately, I don't have like a time to watch all the shorts. I just wish that they would just straight up release a full anime, like, a full anime that runs separate to like the Ash anime. That is something that's like, not canon, but fanfare type of thing. Something that is like, I mean, something that's canon to the games. Okay. Yeah, because like the way I see it, games are canon. The current anime is. Yeah, the anime <laughs> is not canon. <laughs> the games are I mean, the, canon. The anime has never been canon to the game. Like, to, they, like, so the they say the games universe. are like actual more canon than the actual anime. Like whatever well, show. I mean, but I mean, it's true. Like the, the games are canon. The the anime with Ash. Came after. I mean, more. in the anime, right? Like, you know, in the anime, like it's his own world. But like nothing that happens in the Ash universe yeah, because that's they all don't, like that's all remixes of what happened in the games. They don't they, have to so, say you're Ash, you're right? Like you're in. They no, operate. Ash is not canon. They those the show and the game already operate on They're different parallel. Uh, yeah, on different things. So just throw in another one, maybe tie it into the games. That'd be cool. But like, I haven't seen this history in snow. I have to watch it. I didn't know it's a thing. But like the origins, make an anime like that. That's sick. Yeah, like everyone, literally everyone was like, do more origin stuff. And the Pokemon company was like, do random shorts? Got it. And it's Bet. like, why not just make why not just make a limited anime? Or why not just make every season, every time a new game comes out, easy way to promote the games. Dude. Right? And just have like the story of those games as an anime. But Ooh. instead you're like, what's Ash doing in the anime? Is Ash farting and shitting? Find out next time when he loses another Pokemon. You sound league. just like like the guy. Um who is the trigger studios who does like a kill a kill and stuff i'm trying to remember and uh darwin in the franks wherever that animation oh, studio yeah. is dude, your pokemon you could pay them give them like a pokemon origins anime hey that's and then the thing too is keep running your cartoon pokemon yeah trigger studio trigger studio keep running your pokemon cartoon you have now there's your, your your younger demo. Make that. There's your teenage to older demo. I watch that. But they don't need to. They're already making I was like, money. but yeah, I was like, you watch everything. <laughs> but like, Nintendo fumbling the bag on marketing. But you guys don't watch the show, again, though, do that's you? crazy. Uh, no. I mean, at one point, I, like, there was definitely like a, a, a anime renaissance with X and Y and Sun and Moon. Uh, but since then, I've given up. Okay. Uh, we'll move on. Blemish has, as a female fan, just want to say thank you guys. Uh, Mr. Fruit, uh, do you think of Spy X Family so far? Same question for Blue and Rob if they've started it. I have not watched I have it. Not. I've only seen the first episode. 
um, because I think I mentioned it last week or something. All the shows are coming out at once. I just finally finished Peaky Blinders. Um, I got to do like awesome. Umbrella Season next. Everything just came out at once. So like I saw the first episode and then all this recent content has come out. Um, I liked the first episode. Uh, and I specifically watched it because I'd heard so much about it. There are like, I mean, I can't tell you the last anime I actually watched. Like, I haven't had much time recently. It's been over a year, year and a half. I think the last one I kind of watched was Hunter, Hunter. And I only got about halfway through, and that was like a year and a half ago. Well, it's coming back too, I heard, apparently. But I think they're like rebooting it or something. I don't know. Um, but so like there are also tons of anime and different animes I need to watch. Um, but I'll try and hopefully keep up with that soon. All right, we're coming up on our end here. We'll do this last question because we've been here for about an hour and a half. Uh, Ricardio the Heart says, if you boys were in uh, the Animorphs books, what would be your transformation? Follow up question is Animorphs just for Sonas? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I never thought about the that original way. for Sonas. No wonder they creep me out. I mean, I never read the books. I always just looked at the title, and then you look at like the middle transformation. You're like, "What the?" Usually, <laughs> like some of them are like the little holographics one. You're like, wham, "Yeah." Wham, wham. Um, they always creep me out. I'll be honest. Yeah, um, I never. So it, it they creep me out. So I'd be equally as creepy. I'd be some weird mutilated rat. Yeah. Uh, g- give me like a uh, like a beaver. I transform into a beaver. That way, I, w- I want to see what my teeth do. <laughs> yeah, like in that like metal evolution of your teeth, kind of. Yeah, of my teeth finally like growing. My awkward would, stage. I'd probably just be a penguin again. I'd be just a massive fucking penguin. I'd be a big ass emperor penguin, bro. That'd be sweet. A, a carnivorous emperor penguin, the size of Godzilla. I'd be the Cloverfield monster, but a fucking penguin. Getting bigger and bigger. Yo. Make that anime. Oh, uh, fun fact. Uh, SEQ is doing a Pokemon Emerald randomizer right now. Oh, is it Kaizo? Yeah. No, there's no way it's Kaizo. No. Um, they wouldn't. It's obviously one that they can beat. In a yeah, I was going to say, but, it's like, uh, like, never mind. Um, but um, the every level is a new evolution. So I think it's uh, more something like fun. I have I seen know. there's been a popular from like i know like a small ant i don't know if he started it but um like pokemon but every loading zone puts you into somewhere random in the world so like you'll spawn and you go into your mom's house and now you're in the elite four and then you go into the trading room in that pc and now yeah. you're in goldenrod whatever they call that i forget what they call that in ocarina time um but they have like a word for it like i watched uh, loading. it and the challenge was like you can't write down um the things you have to remember and i was like i literally would not like that yeah well, i'm we watching did a, this and getting overwhelmed well derpy and i did a ocarina of time speed run where items uh could be in pots or uh just otherworldly items as well like uh so you could have like the hook shot in the pot that's in uh hyrule castle like so you had to check all the pots and stuff it's sick that's cool. But I I won't do I forget what they call it. It's like crazy doors or something like that. But I I yeah, refuse. That, that overwhelms me. We're like like you walk into the Deku tree and you're at Princess Zelda's castle. It's like, okay, like Well, and then there's like sometimes too where like I think thankfully had like an Aberwood teleport, but there was like four different instances where if he didn't have like teleport and it could have happened at any point in the game, you're stuck. That's it. 
but you just because you're not supposed you're like to be soft there and, locked yeah yeah you're like if you didn't save yeah that just i couldn't even finish the video it was weird i was just like ah, I, just, uh, I just feel weird all yeah, right that's it. well that's that'll it do the, it for episode what 139 139 we'll be in the um, 140s here soon appreciate you all listening um and for all those open and receptive to people's opinions, yeah. uh, keep even keep, if you disagree uh, with us, I'm surprised you're still here. Keep an open mind. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is if at any point you're like, I don't really agree with them, that's all right. You can, it's all right, and you can also skip. So that's the good news. Yeah. Um, thank you though. Thanks for your support. Thanks to those people helping support women. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Deuces.